going on, everybody? My name's Smith Kate Revolver GN, and this is the We Evolve Podcast. Thank you so much for everyone joining me. Today I have Sovereign RR and Sacred RR with me. What's up? Yo. And we got a pretty big show for you all tonight. Uh, E3 2019. Lots, lots to go over. <laughs> lots to go over. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with... Uh, ooh, actually, you know what? What's, uh, let's go over just, you know, kind of have everyone's, like, overall, uh, you know, experience with uh, E3 this year. Um, go ahead and start with you, Sacred. What, what was your uh, impression as a whole? Uh, I mean, last year uh, was my first year with uh, E3. Kind of got into it a little bit. It was my first experience at first experience watching it with with the gang and and uh getting used to it and this year i was uh super excited about it um i definitely i think i i binge watched unfortunately we all kind of got mixed up with the times but uh i i was definitely impressed um uh, especially with the xbox side of things i i i'm favoring xbox um at the moment um, I also, I'm personally, I, another area that really kind of got me uh, interested in a system that I don't have is Nintendo Switch, actually. Um, I watched their, their um, I think, uh, for the, like 45 minute to an hour uh, E3 and actually got me really interested in uh, possibly getting a Nintendo Switch at times. So I think... In my personal opinion, I think Xbox and E3, or Xbox and E3, Xbox and uh, the Nintendo Switch kind of blew my mind um, a bit. Uh, obviously, uh, maybe 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 others disagree with me, but I think some some areas uh, kind of got boring at times um, and and didn't really get us too much excited about things. But uh, there was definitely lots and lots of games. Um, definitely uh, getting prepared to spend some of my money um throughout the year so i was i was overall happy uh for me it was it was more about the devs on this side uh for me microsoft definitely fell short uh in a year that they could have cleaned up fully um so for me like the biggest one honestly which is kind of weird was ea for me um their approach to uh i guess gaming in general and their community feedback which was really kind of interesting to hear uh and then also bethesda in their approach towards uh dlc uh was also big uh, for me but uh yeah i would say that uh it was kind of a little bit sad for microsoft in in a in, a, in an e3 where sony didn't exist uh they could have done a thousand times better yeah i agree i think they could have done a lot more especially with like the Sony not being there, uh, it kind of left the door open for them to kind of blow everything out of the water uh, and definitely get ahead. Uh, I wanted to see a little more with their uh, with their Project Scarlet um, and the you know just the, the overall next generation of console. Uh, it definitely seems uh, we definitely saw the effect of the next generation coming, especially with all the the games that they showed are usually coming out next year in 2020 uh, or 2021 uh, at a later date uh, just I guess for the the next gen so uh, we'll see uh, I know the next I think the next gen does come out uh, holidays of uh, next year in 2020 
so that'll be exciting to see. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, go and break it down a little bit. We'll start with Ubisoft. Uh, first one I have on here is Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, this is the third installment, I believe, of the Watch Dogs series, and this one takes place in London. So I think that'll be pretty interesting to see. Uh, I think I think the first two one was Los Angeles. I think the other one was. Uh, New York, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not 100% sure, I can't remember, but uh, they went overseas on this one, so I think this will be a whole new little genre of it. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Watch Dogs? Hey, I personally, um, first two Watch Dogs are, are definitely sitting in my, sitting in my games to play, uh, didn't play too much, too much of it, uh, either of them. Uh, but after uh, watching uh, E3 and and seeing uh, this uh, this new Watch Dogs Legion, um, I definitely loved the gameplay. I loved the way it looked, and definitely it's gonna make me. Um, it's, it, it's definitely a way to win some people over to go back and play some of their older games to get into the newer games. Um, and this is definitely one that I'm going to try out and get back into uh, trying out the 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 previous two uh, to possibly uh get into uh watchdogs um legion when it comes out so for me it was uh it's good um you know obviously everybody knows that watchdogs has a, a long running uh, kind of backlash in the community yeah. um you know a lot of people saw how watchdogs one was playing out in e3 way back when uh, and it looked nothing like uh, what was released on console. Uh, we even found out through uh, some hackers in the back end that um, you could actually unlock um, the the graphics that you did see <laughs> at E3 uh, on the PC side. So I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. Uh, for me, I played Watch Dogs 1. I thought it was pretty good. It's not something I would, like, rave about. It kind of made me think a little bit, you know, uh, more critical about how I'm dealing with technology in this world. I didn't even bother with Watch Dogs 2 just because, number one, wasn't over the top blowing my mind, so I didn't really bother with number two. Uh, but I, again, I didn't hear great reviews from it anyway, so I didn't feel like I missed out on anything. Three, the graphics still aren't with what uh, Watch Dogs 1 was supposed to be, but they're a lot better. But for me, what really stood out was the, the mechanic where you can beat anybody and you can pick up absolutely anybody in that city and i mean anybody in that city has their own skill sets has their own backstory uh and these play into their abilities and how you can build your team you know they were talking about how you can build your team out of you know people that are are, are you know x5s or you can build your your team out of thugs or you can build your, your even your team out of you know the the elderly the seniors you know you can do absolutely anything you want to progress through the game and there's that whole idea that if your one character dies that's permadeath. That they're done. They're, like you need to try to, you know, push forward. And it's a very unique, uh, you know, I guess thing about it. And that's why, really, you know, I'm, I'm looking to March six. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I like that whole aspect of it. I think it's gonna be. A, it's a little different from what they're doing. But I'm hoping. Uh, I agree with you. I'm hoping they do uh, bring those graphics up a little bit, like they're supposed to. Um. But moving on, we have uh, with Ubisoft uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Um, what do y'all think of Breakpoint? Uh, I mean, it's 
another, uh, unfortunately, I personally never got into uh, the Tom Clancy series. Um, didn't really, I'm just one of those, unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't catch my eye to get me wanting to get into it, uh, unfortunately. So that's really all I have to say. Uh, to, to me, it looks like it's promising, um, but then again, who who didn't look at Wildlands, Ghost Recon, and think it was going to be absolutely epic? Honestly, oh, it yeah. was mind blowing at E3. I agree. I agree. That's what I was going to bring up as well. It's like I really enjoyed. Uh, but the thing is, so basically, when it came for me, when it was Wildlands, was it was the uh, a very flashy uh, shell of what a game could be. It had no. Um, soul to it, I guess the best way of saying it. The story was there. It was really cookie-cutter story. You had a vast map, which was awesome. You had you know, a vast array of guns, which was awesome. But there was key mechanics in the game that once you got it, that's it. You know, even just the idea of having a helico- helicopter, you're not driving anywhere. You're not, you're not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kind of just swinging in, getting whatever needs to get done, and then bouncing out before anything happens. And it literally ruined the game. They shouldn't have put a helicopter in the game because it ruined everything else in that game but the sheer size of the map you had to put a helicopter in so like they kind of put themselves in a bot in a bad spot so again is this going to be a shell game or are they going to actually flesh it out and take the time out you know they have like an actual straight star you know to come in and kind of champion it so that's good but that still doesn't mean they're going to flesh it out so i'm really hoping they take the time out in the back end and flesh out the story and that whole connection points between you know you know a to B to C instead of just making me go to C and then be like whatever. Yeah, I would have to agree. Uh, my whole thing with it was with, with Wildlands was it didn't draw me in. Uh, there was the story. It was just doing objective objective objectives after objectives. It wasn't mm-hmm. to me. There was no story really to really draw me in. Uh, so yeah, I agree. Uh, I think maybe the ad of John Barenthal, who was uh, might be said the actor, um, who was also the Punisher in the Netflix uh, series. Uh, maybe that will bring a story into it. Um, it seems like when they bring someone, especially when they get someone to do an acting position from it uh, that is uh, established actor, uh, they usually have a good story behind it. So I'm hoping that's the, that's, that's the turn they go with. Um, moving on from Ubisoft. Quantum Break. Huh? Oh, yeah, I guess Quantum, Quantum Break was Quantum one break. of them. <laughs> that didn't really work out. <laughs> But I mean, like, The Last of Us was really good. I mean, I've never played it on PlayStation, but uh, that series went really well with uh, Ellen. I don't remember. Paige? Question mark? Oh, Paige. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. Uh, the Division. They're making a movie out of it. Um, they already have, they already casted uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. Um, so, I'm not even really sure how they're even going to do this movie. Like, if it's set between the first one or the second one, or they're doing a whole new story. But, uh... I don't personally think there's a lot of lore to be able to kind of, like, separate it from any of the other action movies that are out there. You know, like, it's, like, that's almost like you could put, like, an action movie out there about, like, you know, Dark Zone or whatever, just be like, that's the big one, that's the big one, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just I'm just kind of over the whole let's make video games into movies. Cuz well, they're redoing Mario. Oh god. It's it's just it it's never the problem is is that we have these as gamers especially when you move a game to a movie 
we have expectations and they're always high they're always <laughs> gonna be high and anytime someone makes something out of a movie i'm like ah uh, that's not what i foresaw like that's not what i wanted to see uh so i feel like there's always gonna be that especially when you go from video games to movies i'm never gonna like it almost <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which sucks don't say that about anything though right uh anything that has a large fan base that understands the content material look at look at when 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 marvel first started getting out of the scene oh boy like everybody was just like this is n-. people locked it on like spider-man and stuff like that and just ultimately like it's gonna be the way it is and yes i would definitely agree that gaming is probably a larger uh fan base and again we you know when we think about like you know, I just said Mario. When we think about Mario, we're just like, I just want Mario. I don't want you to try to do an, a different entertainment, your take on Mario. I just want you to give me Mario on the screen. But obviously, that would be boring, right? So, like, it's it's really hard for them to do what they're doing. So, I'm, I guess I'm kind of on their side about it. And I, like, you know, that's it's, it's a daunting task to take. But in the same sense, you know, with the, the amount of revenue that the gaming industry generates, <laughs> so yeah. I kind of get it too. So. My my only my only complaint I think was was with with what you were saying with, with the Marvel uh, was uh, it didn't really even the problem is Division is a series um, and that Marvel universe didn't really even happen till Iron Man one, which was before the uh, the Spider Man because there was those were separate they were not together because Sony owned it. Um. So, but, but I I know I, I see what you're saying. Uh, but I mean, I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's gonna be a real, real big hit or miss. And I think, I mean, maybe it may even affect. It may go if it's really good. It's gonna get people, you know, even people that don't play the division, you know, might watch the the, the video and actually get them into the game, so they have that that ability. But also the other side effect is they uh totally uh don't do too well with this video and it might uh or, or get them away from the game not interested yeah well, i think people still play assassin's creed even though the assassin's creed movie sucks it was garbage but i'll tell you the first one to say it. i'll be the first one to say that uh but my, my whole thing the division i think when, it, when you put it into a movie i because it's a military style and action style movie like that you're gonna you're just gonna get a lot of just people going to watch. Oh, it's a military movie. We'll watch that. So I think you're going to get a lot of people that don't even know that it's a video game. I think a lot of people, uh, especially with like Assassin's Creed. I think that one's a, a bigger name when it comes to video games. So people are like, oh, I think I heard that as a video game. I get it. Yeah, I would agree with you. Like the, just the division, the name. It's a pretty generic name in the regards of the entertainment industry, right? Yeah. We know as gamers what the division is, but people that just go to movies are just like the division. Oh, it's divide between people. Oh, okay, like doesn't mean anything. Yeah. All right. Well, that I mean that will wrap up Ubisoft. Uh, I think next one we're gonna go with uh, Bethesda, which I thought was pretty cool. I've, I've they had some horror film games that were I mean I wouldn't play but they looked cool and I know Sarah, I know you're you're about that horror genre um, and I, I know you'll play it so I think we'll start off with uh, Ghostwire Tokyo uh, which was like a survival series from uh, Evil Within 
this is, is a badass game. Like, I like the funny <laughs> thing is, like, I didn't even know ultimately what was going on on the screen. Yeah. But this game, just, just take my money. Yeah. It was insane. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I want this game now. It looks, it, I, it looks sick. I'm hoping it's not as, I, I think I'll be more, like, I won't even mind playing it. Because I don't think, I think there is going to be some jump spots on it for sure. But, but, but uh, it may be something I even kind of think about getting. Evil Within was a scary ass game. That was, that was a very, very scary game. I did not like that game. <laughs> it's just, it just seemed like one of those, one of those, uh, one of those games that just, as you were watching it, you were just like. I, I want to know what happens next. I want to know why this person is, you know, behind this couch and scared or whatever it may be. It that that uh, Ghostwire definitely uh, looked pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, I I think there's I think it's one of those games. I think it's gonna go under the radar, but I think it's gonna go really well, uh, and could even potentially be game of the year next year. And that's coming for someone that doesn't play horror games, but I love the way it looked. Like you know, it looked great. Um, next one is a uh, Death Loop. Uh, uh, this is uh, made from uh, the studio that made uh, Dishonored and Prey. Um, I think Prey kind of flopped, in my opinion. So I'm hoping they uh, do a little better. Uh, do y'all remember anyone anything about this one? Yeah, just a mind-bending story. It kind of looked like it kind of looked like uh, an action movie, Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. can approach any situation the way you want it to. So they kind of made it so it's a hundred percent your decision to customize the story as you see fit. So I read a little because I was interested. In it, I wanted to read a little more about this one. So I read that it's a dual protagonist uh, who are trapped in a time loop where they murder one another indefinitely. In, in, yeah, sorry, yeah. Infin- <laughs> infinitely. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm ex- I think it's gonna be, it's weird, and I like it. <laughs> I think it's it's different, um, and I think that's what the gaming, you know, this we we need something different, uh, something that stands out from year to year, because uh, as we all know, uh, us gamers get bored. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting because like the the uh, like the the game a way out. That was a double protagonist as well. Mm-hmm. If they yeah, play yeah. kind of like that, I'm down. Like, cause I, badass. I love that game. I wish it was yeah. longer. Uh, a, lo- a lot longer. Uh, I thought yes. I thought it was too short. Uh, the game was great. Oh, man. That game was so good. That game was so good. It was just yeah. like, like hours, hours too short. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, but yeah, if it's anything like that, uh, and they make it where the story just kind of puts out a little longer, then oh yeah, I think I think they're in a good step forward. What's up? Not gonna work. Yeah. Uh, next up, Wolfenstein: Young Blood. So I think this one's actually I'm not I've never even played much of the Wolfenstein like series. Maybe like the very beginning. I think Wolf Wolfenstein was on the original Xbox. I think I played it then. Uh, <laughs> It was further than that, bro. It was further than that, wasn't it? Yeah. Wolfenstein was on the PC. <laughs> it came out around the same time that uh, the original Doom came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. there was also another one called Blakestone that people don't really remember that time as well. But, uh, yeah, like, I think it's it's weird because, like, I, I, I guess I would say I started my first person, I guess, journey on Wolfenstein, went to Doom and then beyond there. Yeah. Uh, and 
the one thing I can say that's kind of bad about Wolfenstein in the sense is the story, it almost feels like they're trying to develop a story and it just doesn't work, where Doom is just like, we're not story, we're no story, <laughs> they just keep going. And so it's kind of, I, I almost lean towards Doom, because Doom's just like, I know who we are, and they just go with it, whereas Wolfenstein just kind of forced something in, uh, like in a world that's like Call of Duty and Battlefield, they're trying to force themselves into a story for a game that didn't really have a story, it was just you killing Nazis, that's it. Yeah, and I think they started developing a story later on. I think I think the the initial uh, creations of the, uh, the game were, were like you're saying, were were not story driven. They were very kill everything <laughs> kind of style. Um, this one looks like they're trying to do a story. I don't know how much of the story they can make, uh, but it looks like this will be a co-op kind of game because uh, I think yeah. they're, they're twins, or I believe they're twins that are, are the your protagonist in the game um so i'm when they usually do that i'm, I'm hoping they do like a story uh co-op so that would be cool um i'm always down for a, a co-op game because <laughs> there's Same. They, like I'm, it's not even a game that i'm like kind of into but as soon as exactly like, i'm good i kind of felt well, like that with it. like gears like anytime gears like like ah i mean i like the gear stories because they're so good but i'm like yeah. I'm, I'm not into the gears like uh like uh camera views and stuff like that but yeah. they were co-op, so I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm down." <laughs> yeah. uh, so if it's anything like that, I'll probably even pick it up just for the co-op itself. Uh, maybe the multiplayer will drag me in. I'm not sure, uh, but we shall see. Uh, moving on from Bethesda, though, we'll have Square Enix. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 oh, oh. Let me let me throw it back on you then. Okay. Okay. Let me. Let me right. kind of take it to the rest. Fallout seventy six. No one wants to talk about Fallout seventy six. No, because it was a, uh, it, it just, it was a, it was a bust. The game was. It was... Yeah, but the, it was hilarious watching Bethesda basically say, "Hey, we understand." This oh yeah. You, I was just like, it's true. "Hell yeah!" This is the first time I've ever seen a dev beast basically say, "We screwed up." My bad. <laughs> but like true. they went, well, they went from there, and they literally took the entire process, and they're just like, "We, we saw that you hated the game." We understand, but you kept playing the game. You kept giving us feedback, and because of that, we made changes. So they have something called the Wastelanders. You know, apparently, like the whole game of Fallout seventy six. I've not played it, but Fallout seventy six is all about leaving the wasteland and now moving into this Wastelanders. This new DLC that's coming. It's all about coming back in and retaking the the wasteland. The wasteland. So it was kind of cool that they did that, and then they not only just kind of fleshed out a story, but they even fleshed out a full dialogue tree for absolutely everything. And everybody knows how in-depth the dialogue on Fallout games go. Yeah. So that's kind of, it's crazy to see that, right? Uh, also, big is the fact that the DLC is free. free. That is, what? That's awesome. Especially for uh, a AAA is, title like that. That is, that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you'll see this kind of like be the thing going through, uh, most of the, the games at Bethesda is this whole idea of free DLC, which is something that I think is going to put them apart from other devs because the yeah. other devs are still walking on this, like, no, you pay for the season pass and all that type of stuff, and I just think that's crap. But then next big thing that they, they announced was they're doing a battle royale. Yeah, I was going to add that, yeah. Fallout. It's called Nuclear <laughs> Winter. And I'm like, I was not surprised to hear another battle, battle royale, royale. <laughs> for E3. So, um, I mean, how's it going to be? I don't know if you guys want to play it. 
uh, you have the opportunity to play it for another four days as they have a free trial for Fallout 76. So it gives you access to Nuclear Winter until the 17th of June. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about getting it just to jump on and be like, what does this feel like? Honestly, what does this feel like? I've never been a big fan of the Fallout series uh, just because I'm a, basically a kleptomaniac and OCD and I have to pick up everything and it screws me over. But, you know, aside from that, the, the feeling of the guns have never been a bad thing. It's been a kind of very unique feel. And so I want to see if that's being drawn in. Uh, and I even saw some building aspects in the in the preview. So I don't know what they're going to be doing with Ooh. that. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely be giving it a try. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same. Just, thing. I just the, the whole the whole battle royale. I just I want to give everybody that chance. Obviously, with Apex, with Fortnite, you know, even even obviously a lot of us. I mean, sorry to those of you that love Fortnite, but a lot of us drew drew hate on Fortnite. We gave Apex a try. You know, a lot of us are are liking Apex. Obviously, some of us still like your your blackout on Call of Duty. Uh, so I definitely want to give the the whole Fallout. Um, uh, Battle Royale to try, see what they came up with. Um, I know I, I kind of skipped the whole um, uh, Battlefield. I think it was Battlefield Five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, Battle Royale that they had on there. I can't remember what it was called um, or is called. Firestorm. Thank you, Firestorm. Um, but I definitely want to give this one a try, uh, just because it's something new. They're 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 kind of like like uh, Sauron was saying, like they they kind of learned from their mistakes, and now they're putting something out, something new, out. So maybe hey, maybe they 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 found a they they got a gem going and and give it a go. And then to to continue, I'm just gonna try like I'm, I'm not gonna try to take too much away from you, Mythic. No, no, hey, so if there's gonna... if there's stuff I don't have on here, definitely <laughs> definitely bring it up. We want to cover everything. So let's buy, let's bind all of the Elder Scrolls, the three main ones they talked about, Elder Scrolls Blades, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, uh, Elsewhere, and then also Elder Scrolls Legends. So Blades is a mobile game, which, you know, are, they, as they say, thanks to the community, has made it second largest mobile game they've ever made uh, after Shelter, Fallout Shelter. Um, and they're going to be bringing in a new quest line that's a Dragon Quest line. Um, they even brought it into Nintendo Switch and made it cross-platform. With mobile, uh, so the whole sense behind it is you can play it on the mobile, get home, grab your Switch, and it will pick up exactly where it's at, and then continue vice versa. Which I think is amazing to see that type of uh, that circle of gaming where you can kind of you know take game with you on the go and continue pro your progression forward, and then pick it back up at home. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, elsewhere. So apparently, according to them, and so for anybody out there that's never done ESO, and I'm, I'm kind of considering it, they are placing this as the best starting point for new people. So for anybody that's never done ESO, apparently the way that they've constructed this game is the best spot for, for new people and it's all surrounding the world of Khajiit, which is basically the cat people. For some other reason, I've never forgotten that word because of seeing just way back on uh, uh, Elder Scrolls uh, uh, Oblivion, but I've never forgot. Like As soon as I say Khajiit, I'm like, oh yeah cat people um <laughs> then beyond that we have elder scrolls legends which is them jumping in to the card game side which i was a little hesitant upon that um i seem to think that hearthstone really has that grasp on that area so it'll be interesting to see like what they're going to do it's called moons of elsewhere um that's going to be coming as a as a, an expansion soon but mm, yeah it's interesting I, I i did sign up for it and download it on my mobile 
uh, to see how it plays. Apparently, it's for you know people that play the card games that want more in depth. What does that even mean? I have no <laughs> idea. Um, so yeah, so that's basically all the other shows. Anything on on those? Uh, I think that I think the card game's a little interesting. I I, I think it's always the track record's not great from games that are not card based that throw in a card game into their game. Uh, another one would be The Witcher when they had the Gwent, I think it was called. Gwent, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, I can't remember all some of that, but I know a couple other games did the same thing. Um, but it's hard to, when it comes to card games online, it's hard to beat Hearthstone, first of all. That's the biggest one um, still. Yeah. Uh, and then even after that would be Magic before anything else, I think. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Or so, even going back into actual physical games with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that, I think... It's interesting. I, I, I think ESO has that that following to where I think they'll they'll have uh, maybe not as big as a Hearthstone following, or uh, but uh, they could, they could have it could it could blow up. But I, I don't see it that way. Um, I, agree with that. I think that's all I have from the Elder Scrolls. I did have another one that we were talking about. We did talk about Wolfenstein and how they're trying to do a, yeah. a story based. Yeah. Totally forgot that they announced Doom Eternal. Uh, <laughs> and that. Is going in the complete opposite direction, and they're going back and... to. Sorry. And they're going back to their whole. Uh, I even read it, and this is what they put on there. Uh, the highlights of just how fun it would be to killing demons with a reckless abandon again. <laughs> it's a fast. <laughs> it's a fast non nonsense. No nonsense. Old school first person shooter that builds on the previous game. So uh, they're just going—they're going straight back to basics. So I think that'd be interesting, cool uh, to go back yeah. to. Yeah. Because for me, like it was the like they classified it as the ultimate power fantasy, the Doom Slayer, fastest demon killer in existence. You know, um, and then they basically, you know, mainly focus on things like handcrafted, engaging level design to kind of kind of give you that feeling of mm -hmm. moving quickly around the environment and using the environment to your benefit. But also using the power ups and how the you know the enemies are coming in, they basically kind of like thought the whole process of what enemies you're going to be dealing at when, uh, and then how you can kind of go about that. Uh, but the other modes that they talked about that is like really cool is something called battle mode, which is that whole idea of a demon mm -hmm. versus a slayer. Yeah, yeah. And the demon's going to have their own repertoire of things that they're going to have on, at their disposal against a slayer, which is also going to be taken. Um, someone's going to be taking care of that uh, player. But uh, yeah, so I thought those were too good. So I'm I'm totally getting this game, hundred percent. And we'll definitely hear more in July at QuakeCon as well. I think they're gonna get, that's gonna be one of their big, uh, you know, talks about games too. So we'll definitely yeah, get even Doom more. Coming. DoomCon as well, yeah. Yeah, and this is gonna be coming out uh, November twenty second. Uh, and then. Go ahead. I was gonna go to another game, but no. Bring it out. Okay, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we had uh, Commander K, uh, a Saturday morning cartoon stylish type gaming mobile uh, with uh, two uh, kid geniuses named Billy and Billy. Um, the funny thing, like when I watched this, I was more pumped by the SMV sequence than I was with the game. Uh, it just looked so badass in the like kind of like the movie. And then as soon as they showed like like live gameplay, I'm like, oh game is like terrible it's like <laughs> uh, i couldn't even think of the game it was like but it's like the one where you jump up on new platforms i'm just like oh it's kind of weak weak game i probably won't be getting that but i was totally gonna get it when i first saw it because they're all 
sequence that's not actually before anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last two things that we have is one is going to be Rage 2. Uh, so Rage 2 is getting the Rise of the Ghost expansion, um, which has new weapons, new mech, and new vehicles. I played Rage 1, and it didn't really kind of speak to me too much. Uh, but what really kind of the reason why I wrote it down for Rage 2 is, again, Bethesda hitting it with another free. free DLC. Uh, so that is amazing bringing this across all of their games, uh, or at least their, their flagship right now. Uh, so, and it yeah, makes me it. wonder, because mm. uh, Rage 2 also didn't have the greatest response like it was supposed to either. Mm. I'm wondering if Bethesda is this is this is uh, Bethesda's way of ah oh, we we did mess up uh, free <laughs> DLC <laughs> is it, and they'll go back to pay DLC in the future yeah, well, I yeah. Not. I'm hoping not but I hope not it's just a thought um, <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and the last thing that was talked about during Bethesda was the Orion streaming software which is uh, kind of a, a software that is there to facilitate cloud uh, cloud computing and kind of that whole, you know, stuff that's coming down the, the future of you no longer having physical games or you having a game uh, just completely on a server. And it's supposed to speed up streaming uh, actually as far as much as 20% uh, on the speed. And you're supposed mm -hmm. to get no frame drops, absolutely whatever. Uh, you even had the opportunity during the, uh, the conference to sign up for Orion, which would give you a free copy of... Uh, Zoom 2016 to try out on Orion to make sure that you kind of see how it was going. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that I thought was kind of cool about it is even if you're someone that isn't able to afford, let's say, Google Five and all that type of super fast internet, that by utilizing Orion streaming software, it'll even bump your lower connection up um, to allow you to kind of play with everybody else. So I thought that was really cool to kind of bring everybody together and being, like I said, being more inclusive. Uh, towards gamers around the world. Yeah. But that's all I had for uh, that stuff. All right. Uh, I think we're good to move on. Uh, now we're going to move on to Square Enix. I only had a couple things. Uh, so definitely, if there's something I haven't uh, uh, said, definitely bring it in. Bring it in. Uh, but I think we'll start off with the Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, which looked <laughs> dope. I love the way it looked. Oh I love the way it looked. Oh, yes. But it kind of made me mad that they put the old version back on Xbox, I bought it, and now they're doing a whole remake. I'm like, I could have waited. It pissed me off. Yeah. Pissed me off. I was confused. It was, only, confused. It was only $12. It was, I know it was only yeah. $12, but I could have put that $12 to something else. True. Because <laughs> I'm going to buy that because it's a remake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, it's not even, like, remotely the same. No. And Final Fantasy no. Seven was my final fantasy that was the one that got me in and oh, i love hooked. seven 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 oh, eight nine i was all a fan of all three of those cloud is badass so like i i can't wait you know the idea that they have this whole fight on the fly and then their whole atv system uh that allows you to build up these power-ups and kind of like your moves that you'd be using um you know in your in your regular rts or rpg uh but it's it's going to be built up through basic attacks and then each character has their own exclusive moves. Yeah, I thought that was just it was very unique, and I loved it. So yeah, definitely, definitely a buy for me. I'm still kind of mad that I paid for the other one, which it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, seven was definitely 
the one that kind of brought me because I remember having the PlayStation and playing that one <laughs> from my brother's place, and then I also remember playing Final Fantasy three, but that was way before that, a completely different style and everything. But the what seven brought, I thought was different from the you know all the ones before it was just the cinematic cutscenes were just so good at the time, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. good. And now what they're doing with the remake, ah, uh, I can just expect it to be even just tenfold better. Especially when you have the summons. Oh yes. I can't wait for to see the summons in this in this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm definitely excited about. It. Uh, next thing up I had on for Square Enix was the Marvel Avengers. Uh, I unfortunately didn't get to watch the uh, the gameplay for it, but uh, I'm still excited for it. <laughs> uh, I always thought it would be interesting for them to make a uh, to make a, a Marvel game. Uh, that was more like in depth, uh, as well as uh, it being from Square Enix. I thought that was an interesting choice for them. No, I mean, and you'll know the story will be like, like you said, in depth because it's Square Enix. They're gonna meticulously go through the entire oh yeah uh, universe and make sure that it, it's it's not only true to it, but really kind of teaching players about the backgrounds and, and the kind of the ongoings of each hero. Yeah, the whole so, lore yeah, behind sure. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely down for this game. Uh, Square Enix has always Square Enix has always been really good about that. Uh, that's why their games take so fucking long to make. <laughs> uh, yep. Did anyone yeah, ha- as long as they do them right? I agree. I agree. Um, and uh, they've done so well in their Final Fantasy series that uh, I'm kind of okay with you know when they make something new. I'm I'm, I'm interested. Yep. Uh, but that's all all I really have for Square Enix. Did anybody else have anything else they'd like nope. to talk about? No, you, you got it. Cool. Uh, now I know Sovereign. You said this was your favorite part of the whole E3 conference. Let's go into e- EA. Um, let's go ahead and start off with uh, something that I think we're all familiar with and we all play is the Apex Season Two. Um, so they have the uh, new uh, character that they're coming out with and a whole new battle pass system, which I think I'm gonna like more because um, it's gonna be weekly and monthly, you know, challenges instead of. Uh, you build up this character, and it's it's supposed to speed up the process of, of building your battle pass. So I think that's smart. Yeah. Because uh, it's so slow. It's so slow. Yes. All right now. Uh, any any thoughts on season two? Or what, or what cons pros that y'all liked or didn't like? Did you want to go, Dan? Before I go into my whole rant. <laughs> no, you go for it. So yeah, so season two is called Battle Charged. Um, it's coming out July second, as everybody already knows. People that play uh, Apex will be right now frantically, as myself, also trying to finish up the pre- previous uh, season one. Uh, so yeah, like like Mythic was saying, the new legend is Watson. Uh, I think a lot of us already know about this. Uh, but the cool thing about it is they actually had a proper legend story uh, played during. Um, during the, the EA play aspect to kind of give you that background of who Watson is and where Watson comes from. Uh, and Watson is the daughter uh, of the father that actually created the arena itself. Uh, so a lot of the legends already know Watson as they've seen uh, Watson grow mm. up yeah. as they've gone through the entire process of, of, of playing in the arena. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to see that they're going to be doing that. And they said that as they go forward, they're going to start fleshing out the, the every character so that you kind of understand what is this all about and you know why is the arena here and who these characters are um but watson's main um 
focus is this idea to plan against break the third party mechanics. Uh, a lot of you guys may know that when you're playing Apex Legends, you'll hear shots out from the distance, oh, and it's to your advantage just to run uh, to basically screw that that team over that's getting uh, wrecked on, and also the team that's trying to wreck. Oh, third parting is the meta for Apex for sure. Yes, so this is to break that meta. Uh, so what Watson has is she has 12 nodes that build fences, and you can choose to build them in any single, uh, you know orientation you can do like one two three here one two three here uh and basically try to funnel um the the team that's going to be pushing on you uh either in the end or just in like at points in the game um and then also she has something called the trophy ultimate system uh which is going to be there to kind of you know take out things like bangalores um you know rockets coming down and uh gibby uh, all the arc know, stars and grenades i think as well too yeah, and also grenades, and then also the cool thing about it is once that she once she has her trophy system out, um, all of your team shields as a as a team will rapidly generate as well. So as long as you're within the vicinity of the trophy system, your your shields will recharge immediately uh, as you're being shot. Um, not a hundred percent, but they will go in, in over time, and they'll start being up. Also, um, her ultimate accelerant. Uh, will be a full charge for her, uh, for her ultimate. So no longer will all of the ultimate accelerants be only for um, Lifeline, which is what where everybody's pushing all of the ultimate accelerants to now. Uh, but once she takes an ultimate accelerant, boom, her ultimate's done. It's just one. It just takes one to fill the whole thing. So that's kind of cool to see that. Um, also, with that, going back to that fences, if an enemy team runs through the fence, not only do they get hurt, but it pings the entire team showing you exactly on the map where that team is and where they broke that fence. So it's interesting to see yeah. that that is going to be brought in as well. Also, also your, your team itself, um, when they run through the fence, it turns the fence off. But you have to be understanding of that because it, there, there's a little bit of a second delay that the other team can run through that as well. So you want to make sure that you are breaking the fence. Like if you are, let's say, down and crawling through the fence, understand the enemy team can come through that fence as well. Mm -hmm. You just crawl through. Um, there's a new weapon. The L-Star. Called the L-Star from Titanfall 2. It is a care package legendary weapon because uh, it's so powerful. Yeah, it's it has the ability to literally just to blow through doors uh, just like grenades would. Uh, so it would be really cool to see that. Also, massive news. Mozambique is becoming usable. We're gonna yes! The, we're going to be changing the <laughs> Mozambique. Uh, so no longer will it be insane for you to get those kills with those Mozambique. It'll be like just other gun. They did a lot of checks on all of the guns, and you are definitely right, uh, Mythic, in the sense that they did mess around with the G7 to kind of bring these guns up to become playable. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how Mozambique goes down the road. Um, Mozambique montage. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be an easy montage now because not everybody will get this. Exactly. Um, new way to play the game, which is what you were talking about, daily and weekly challenges. One thing I thought was kind of cool about this was that they're stackable. So if I didn't play for let's say let's say five weeks, all of the challenges, the daily and weekly challenges, are there ready for me to go. So I can sit there and be like, you know what, I'm gonna binge binge play this for three days straight and catch myself up from those five yeah. weeks. Can do that. Uh, which is what kind of brings to what you were saying earlier, allows you to get to 100 that much quicker. So it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out. Uh, obviously, we have new weapons and 
I got the uh, the Spitfire was oh, killer, killer. The 301. Some of these guns that are they're coming out with these skins are just oh my god, they're awesome. Also, there's some mm. new character skins coming in for um, what was it? Uh, Octane and Caustic. Uh, so there's some new ones coming in there. Um, and then they're also bringing in rank mode. So rank mode is coming, where it's going to have six Let's tiers see. ranging from bronze to apex predator. Um, and the, res- the rewards are going to come at the end of the season based upon your rank. Yeah. Um, so this will allow you to kind of go into this rank play. Bronzes will play with bronzes. Apexes will play with apexes. Um, and then, like I said, at the end, you get that opportunity to get that much more stuff based upon your skill set. Yeah. So this really puts that whole focus on are you good at the game mm-hmm. or are you playing massive amounts of the game and really kind of make you focus on how do I get better? How do I become that apex predator? Which is exactly what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be trying to figure out how do I get to that top tier because I want all that that, that loot, right? But, uh, I think they got that from uh, Rocket League 2, which I think was cool because that's how Rocket League does it, has been doing their seasons where there's tiers uh, and after, after the season mm-hmm. ends, you get those rewards for those tiers and all the ones below that. So I wonder if that's also how they're going to do it where say you're in gold but you get gold at the end of the season you get all the gold stuff plus you get the silver and the bronze uh items as well so i don't know if that's how to do it uh to go further what you're saying i'm hoping uh with the watsons that they balance it a little bit because it kind of seems like she could be a very op character um and i'm hoping there's a little bit of a balance for it for that one yeah we'll see like yeah like like that's kind of what i was thinking as well like I almost thought, like, when they were talking about this whole idea that it's trying to, you know, plan against the original meta of third-partying, I was almost just like, it wasn't that you planned against it, it was you immediately broke it. So, like, like that, like you were saying, like, I, I don't think Watson is going to come off as, like, an OP character, and that you're just going to see Watson going to be part of every single team, just no matter what. I guess, you know, the original, the one thing right off the bat, Watson that you can see to get around it is Pathfinder's still gonna not gonna have an issue. You're gonna be able to swing over the fences with no no issues at all. You're also gonna have um, Octane, Octane with that can bounce pad. over the fences. So those two characters will not have any issues dealing with Watson, but the other ones definitely will. Especially if you know she gets her ultimate, it literally destroys Bangalore and Gibraltar right off the rip. So we'll see what will happen off that. But I am very happy with the fences in regards to Wraith sick and tired of that character um same again with um uh, barrage he will no longer be able to go uh invisible and just run through the fence you'll know when he's there uh so i thought those those two being fixed is, is also counteracts caustic as well because i hate those traps they're annoying as hell <laughs> yeah true uh darren you have any thoughts on that apex i'm sorry they were trying to that all uh, i mean it's I mean, season one was definitely, you know, their their testing ground, and, and it'll be interesting to see how well uh, they they come out with these these new ideas and um, how well season two goes. And um, you know, we we all know that Fortnite. Sorry, I keep going back to Fortnite, but we all know Fortnite started getting boring after like season three, season four. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, with season two, season three, and and see if they can keep uh keep up in their game, or if they they go on a downfall, uh just the same. 
so I mean I'm 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 definitely excited and interesting for season two. For sure. Uh, now I didn't get to see much of the EA play, but uh, I have noticed this was a game that people obviously wanted uh, ported over from the PC, and that was the Sims game. Uh, I just see that all over Twitter, or you know, I've seen it on Twitter, also things on Instagram for like years now. People just talking about, you know, what we never have, we don't have is a Sims game. <laughs> Uh, on the console, so it seems like they're bringing it over. Uh, now, is Sims 4 a brand new, or is it a port over from the PC? As far as I know, it seems like it's a port. Yeah. Um, and they're just kind of bringing everything on board, and then, like, padding it with this new DLC. I can't remember the exact name, but it's basically, they're bringing Wizardry, Harry Potter magic oh, okay. to the world of Sims. Um, so, that's kind of, yeah, where I was at on that. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm. I was never really into the Sims. I don't. I really didn't play the Sims. To be honest, uh, um, it wasn't really. I, I don't when, like the way they talk. <laughs> when I played on the PC, I when I did when I was younger, it was definitely more uh, RTS strategy games than it was Sims like or City? or Ro Roller Coaster Tycoon. I think it was another one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But uh, we'll go ahead and move on uh, to some sports what? games. Since, oh, well, you did okay. the same thing. I thought you were going to leave. I thought you were going to leave EA Play. I'm just like. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I'm not leaving. Not talk about FIFA. No, no, no. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll leave FIFA for after Madden. Um, Madden 20. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm part of one of the residents here at the network that plays Madden. Uh, and I've been only honest with you. It's been disappointing the last two or three years. Very disappointing. And I'm a football fanatic uh <laughs> so i'm really hoping the whole thing of them doing uh the past three years was their whole initiative was ah oh, we want to be more realistic we want to be a little more realistic on this and i think to a point it's okay but if we're gonna go realism i'll go outside to play football i don't i, I don't i don't need it to be in a video game I, I want it to be a little more arcade like they had before um I, I, I think they go too drastic on each time they want to change it instead of finding a good medium, and they don't. You think you want quarterback club back? No, you can keep – no. No, 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 no. <laughs> but just a general movement, it, it's just blocky now and quote-unquote realistic, and mm -hmm. I don't – I'm not a fan. To be honest, myself, I, I used to be one to always buy, you know, the new NBA, the new uh, Madden, new PGA Tour, Tiger Woods, and I think, like you were saying, Mythic, like three, four years ago, it, it's it's just kind of gotten boring to the same same game. Um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be interested in what they what they do for 2025 or Madden 25 as it's already been out. <laughs> So maybe they'll start something new, and maybe that's when uh, they'll get the get us all back into the game. But yeah, the, all that is dead to me. No, I have to agree. Um, I'm also really hoping they just brought back NCAA, but that will never happen. <laughs> but <laughs> right. uh, until the courts say that's okay, then uh, they'll do it. But uh, moving on, let's go to the game that uh, I. It's one of the sports games that hasn't really thrown me away from not playing it uh at, like madden uh nba was another one i was like i used to play a lot but now i just haven't played it anymore uh fifa 20 fifa 20 
you saying that you didn't like realism. You're going to hate FIFA 20. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Well, we'll leave FIFA 20 all to you. <laughs> Man, they fixed Pro Clubs a little more and I'm still down. Uh, I love that game mode. I didn't hear anything about Pro Clubs. They so. never do because they hate us. Yeah. <laughs> well, they basically said that they're going to be launching updates uh, throughout from now until launch. Uh, to I think if I remember correctly, Pro Clubs they're going to talk about in July. Um, so I don't know why they're breaking up like that instead of just giving it all to us at E3. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see how that kind of goes. Obviously, everybody wants to know about Ultimate, and they didn't talk about Ultimate either. So. Um, oh really? That's our that's our flagship part too of of the whole game, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the the main thing that they were talking about was Volta. Uh, so Volta is FIFA Streets coming to FIFA. Really? Uh, everybody remembers FIFA Streets. Uh, so they have playground pitches from around the world. These background, these backyard playground pitches where you have fences. You're able to kick off the fences, yeah. pass yourself, and you know pan out around. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal. Three v three, five v five, whatever you Un- want to do. Underrated game. With real players. Underrated game. FIFA Street. Yes, underrated absolutely. game. Underrated. Absolutely, I think they've just been hearing people say like FIFA Streets, FIFA Streets for so long that they actually were like, fine, we'll bring it back in. But they brought it in with the whole the, uh, branding on it. Um, and then, like I said, it's the idea of you being able to play with your your favorite players, but also you can build your own player and put them in as well. So you can kind of mix it up as you go. You don't have to be stuck to either or. Um, you can play as teams um, with their players, or you can play just like kind of like a, an ultimate. Uh, team or like again play with your with your characters. So the stuff that they improved for this year is something called football intelligence, which sounds pretty uh, crazy. But the the main focus is on it is improve on the ball, improve off the ball, and improve the ball itself. So improving the ball, they're going to be increasing the player spacing in the sense that it will allow you to do more well while you're on the bar. Uh, sorry, ball, while you're on the ball uh, to control it more. So oh, I like that. I'm okay with that. Um, you know, people are not just ripping it off you really quickly. For just sure. giving you that that more that on the ball type of control. The uh, the off the ball is in regards to the AI. So the AI is going to be smarter, and the game is trying to push itself to be uh, try to produce more one on ones. One on ones are the most um, the, as they classify and as everybody in the football says. Uh, it is something that is very exhilarating to see the one-on-ones between mm-hmm. one player and the next. Yeah. Uh, so the game itself is going to be trying to produce those for you so you can have those one-on-ones, and then it comes down to your skill sets and be able to get through those. The last one is uh, the ball itself. So there's new ball physics uh, in the sense that you can control the ball's spin um, and in the sense of, like, let's say I pass it, Based upon the pass that I have, it's going to have a different spin on the ball. Yeah, so you, so you get the, have, so you get the curl that you want. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Th- so they need that. Get, you're going to get that all coming into the ball itself. The way it bounces around the field uh, field is going to actually feel a lot better. Did you say um, that they're already also, putting out uh, updates? Like, through, Are they doing those updates already to FIFA 19? or? No, so they're going to be like just kind of releasing as like press releases. Okay. As well. Oh, okay, I got you. Or FIFA 20, sorry. Um, also, they're going to be doing things called composed finishing is going to be fixed. Uh, this is the finishing that's within the box. Uh, so a lot of people are saying that they get all the way down the box and then just, there's nothing there. You just like run into a, like a, a wall. wall of people yeah. or things just always fall apart. So they're, they're fixing the mechanics with the AI so that you have a better composed finish within the box. 
Um, you also have uh, something called strafe dribbling. It's going to be really kind of improved this year, and that's your control uh, to be more precise on like baiting players in. Yeah, so you're like off, putting the ball. Off, yeah, putting your foot on top of the ball and kind of drag. Straight, yeah. Okay, I, I agree. That's Absolutely. that's hard to do already in this game. Um, so yeah, they're making it a little <clears throat> a little easier. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Absolutely. And so with all the uh, the the attacking being up upgraded, they also wanted to bring up the defense. So they're changing and fixing the controlled attacking system uh, in the sense that you're going to be winning possession of the ball more when you're defending correctly. Not saying that you're going to get the ball more often. But if you're doing, if you're doing it the right way, ah, game, I like that because you do get jibs uh, <laughs> on a frequent basis right now. Um, they're also changing the penalty and free kick system, uh, and that comes in because of the ball. Uh, so when you are doing a free kick and a pe or a penalty shot, you will have the opportunity to uh, not only place where the ball is going to go, but choose the spin on which you want to put the ball. So ah. Side spin, you can kind of bend it in as well. Yeah, that's nice because it's it's a hard process right now. Uh, I We kind of figured it out. Kind of. It's not a complete science. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. now, but if it makes it easier, I'm so for it. Absolutely. And so this, this game is dropping uh, September 27th, or if you have EA Access, September 19th. And also with that, one of the uh, big announcements Probably the only announcement where they actually said the word Sony was EA Access is now coming to Sony uh, this year, so they'll have the ability to play it on September 19th as well. Eh, piss potch. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for them, though. Yeah, uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see all these changes. Um, it, I don't think I'll hate it. I think it kind of scared me when you said that at first. But <laughs> that realism, what? the whole um, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, but the, but that's what I was talking about. The, the, what I was saying that there wasn't a balance between you know if there was too much, but I feel like they're fixing the right things that were wrong. Um, yeah, it seems it seems like they listen like even with to the, community. The way the director was talking was this whole idea of really listening to the community, listening to what they like, what they don't like, you know, kind of making it balanced enough that. Um, new players have the ability to kind of pick up the game, but also, uh, you know, skilled players have the ability to kind of take it a little step further mm -hmm. um, and, and kind of really kind of give them something to uh, appreciate the game instead of just kind of the same game every single week. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, anything else, uh, Baker, anything to add for the EA? No, I just, I guess, listening to... Um... Listening to Sauber do the whole pitch for the FIFA definitely kind of got me a little bit more interested. I, I know I have a few FIFA games, but uh, I know I've I've always, I guess, been been afraid to play them. And I, I know I've played a couple and got kind of angered at it. And I think some of the things that it sounds like they're fixing uh, might actually be some of the things that I was getting angered at uh, all the time. So I might have to give it a try coming up soon. Well... Definitely, you'll definitely have people to play with. I know I'm getting it. JC's getting it. Uh, I know oh, my friends. Oh, I'm not playing with it. you guys. I'm, oh. not, I'm not losing 13 to nothing every game. All right. <laughs> I'll go for 20, but yeah, 13. <laughs> uh, anything else for EA before we move on? No, just there's the stuff with uh, Star Wars, but I'll talk about it in Microsoft. Yeah, we can move on. Uh, but that's exactly where we're moving to. We're moving to the Xbox side of it. Uh, I know we're a little bit disappointed because uh, of the opportunity they had, 
Uh, it's not what they brought in. It's, I think it's more they could have brought more. Uh, I think it was more the complaint. Uh, we'll go ahead and start off with, I think the first one I have is um, Forza. They're bringing a Forza Horizon 3. Is it 3? They're on 3, right? Or 4? Four. 4. We're on 4, sorry. <laughs> They're bringing a Lego edition. Now, I think um, you. Uh, when I, I think we watched this one together, and when we were talking about it, this is their way of competing it with the Horizon Three. I think they brought it in Hot Wheels, correct? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they're, they're they're kind of doing a whole uh, a new aspect to it. I saw it was it was uh, a little ridiculous, but it was funny because I mean it was Lego. So they brought in the whole you know the this is awesome song from the Lego Movie. Uh, I thought it was entertaining. Uh, what are y'all thoughts on it? Do you think? Because y'all played Forza way more than I do. Do y'all think this is a way to bring people back into it? I mean, it's going. It's. I think it's going to give people interest. It's going to. Unfortunately, we were. I know, especially myself. Um, Forza Horizon Three was spectacular. It. It just. It was just that game, even if you had all the achievements, even if you collected all the cars, you know, you still wanted to go out, do some races, have some fun online. There's always people playing it, having a good time, and then they always came out, obviously, with Blizzard Mountain, and then Hot Wheels was just 15 out of 10. Um, spectacular. Had a really good time with that, and then Forza Horizon 4 had this whole um, hype about it and such, and it was great for month two months and it just took this big dive um not exactly sure what happened um you know i i still play it every now and then but it, it was just it, it lost its touch so hopefully with this this legos um update it's it's going to have a little comeback to it i don't think it's going to have the, the whole get everybody back into the game forever but it will for a little while, I think. Give it a give it a, a little go, and and hopefully, who knows? Maybe the, maybe there's something spectacular in this update that that will have that to where people are always back into Forza Horizon Four. But in my opinion, I don't think it will be. Robin. So this is honestly where Microsoft failed. <laughs> so this is you know it, it you know I know that. Darren is quite new to the Forza series, um, so with with Forza, they've kind of like ever since um, I think it was like around three, Motorsport three. Then they brought in Horizon one, then Motorsport four, and then Horizon two, and then five, and just back and forth. Ever since they started that whole back and forth thing, they've not missed a year. This is the first year they missed. This was supposed to be the year that Forza Motorsport was supposed to come out, mm-hmm. and they didn't. No launch of a Forza game, just DLC. That is really scary to me when it comes to that series. And that's one of my favorite series of time, uh, especially when it comes to racing. The other one being Need for Speed. But <clears throat> that's scary to me to see uh, when such an icon, on a year when Sony wasn't there, when Sony wasn't there talking about Gran Turismo, you had the ability to, to do something. You're just like, oh, uh, we got a DLC, though. True. So if you don't have, if you didn't buy this though, if you didn't buy the season pass, then you have to buy this and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong, it does look fantastic. Uh, also, um, in regards to you know trying to be on par with uh, Hot Wheels, 
again, a great, great idea. Bring in Lego. Awesome. Definitely tells me that the next one, what are you going to do for the next one? <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do for the next one, but like, I don't know how they're going to kind of bring that next on the next DLC uh, in the next game. But now it really kind of brings the question is, when's the next game? Or are you done with Motorsports? Did you get smacked so hard by the launch of the original that that recent Motorsport and how it did that you're just like, let's not do that again, and you can't think of an approach to it. So that's something that kind of worries me, makes me think that uh, um, I don't know what they're gonna do. Is it gonna be a Horizon? Is it gonna be the next one, and they're just gonna skip Motorsport, or what? So they need to give me some news, please, so that I know what's going on with the series that I love so much. But I think they failed epically on that. That's an interesting outlook, too, because uh, I didn't think of it that way because I'm I'm not a racing <clears throat> person. So, and I'm, you know, not big into Forza or racing. So I didn't, I guess I didn't even see that outlook of it. Uh, all I saw was the, oh, they're doing Lego <laughs> kind, of, kind of thing. So yeah, that makes sense. I get it. Uh, from a Forza fan, that, that I, I get how you would think that they they felt for sure. Make uh, Forza world. <laughs> if you're hearing this podcast, put them together. <laughs> uh, next up on notes, and this one I was, I wasn't. <laughs> I remember seeing this one together, and I was like, "Huh, this is gonna be this is weird." Oh, but then I was like, "You know what? I think I kind of want to play this game." Was the Minecraft Dungeons. So they brought in Minecraft, and then they kind of brought in like this whole Diablo style of play, and I don't know why, but I'm super interested in this. <laughs> super interested. Uh, I just want to know how they're going to do like a, like power up and stuff. Is there any lore behind this whole Minecraft? Is it really set within the story mode that they had for the Telltale series, which kind of looked like one of the characters, or are they just doing really just a whole just Minecraft Diablo, you know, mashup? kind of thing uh but it's definitely one of the games i think that was not one of those big triple a titles that i was like you know what i'm, I'm kind of down for this uh from the from the xbox uh briefing uh y'all saw the recording and let it buffer a few seconds and whenever you're ready i mean yeah. i'm definitely looking forward to it like if like for example the fact that we're we're, we're talking about a mind <laughs> dungeon exactly. crawler exactly right like it's ridiculous like, oh my god like and this one, <laughs> even even on top of that for people that want diablo 4 let's say that again for people that want diablo 4 this may be something that will allow you to get over that just get over yes. it a little bit, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward for that. I love Diablo, and then I love Minecraft, and now we have a baby with it. That's that's fantastic. 
It literally yeah, looked a spitting I, image. It literally did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Like you know, we're we're all we're all hoping and praying that they're they're uh, working up a, a massive Diablo for at some point in time. Come on, <laughs> right. <laughs> you you listening to us from us. Um, but yeah, definitely something to kind of keep us keep us going, keep us hoping and praying um, until they finally do. So we're 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 not uh, ranting and raving at them. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be one of those. In uh, now I wonder since it's if it's gonna be like maybe an expansion from the Minecraft or they're gonna make it a whole new game. I'm interested to see how uh, that how they're gonna do that. Uh, I think it's just gonna be a whole different game, kind of like how the Minecraft uh, Telltale story mode was. Um, you know what would be awesome though if they were to do like this dungeon crawler based on the Minecraft Telltale game. And you can have like freaking, uh, oh, what's his what's his name again? That is the character. Oh, uh, Pat Oswald. Uh, Oswald. Uh, yeah, yeah, Pat and Oswald <laughs> as your main character. That'd be that would awesome. Be so epic. That'd be awesome. Because they show like they go through the whole story of these 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 quests. If this was like them going on a quest, that'd be so awesome. Yeah, that's why I was I was kind of kind of wondering if because it we didn't get much detail other than you know some of the gameplay that we saw in it and just the announcement of it. So. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of hoping. I wonder if that's where they're going. That'd be super cool. Uh, it would be a whole new aspect to the game. I think that would just make it better. Uh, moving on. Uh, now I wish I played the first one because the just the little bit of the second game I saw looked awesome. Was Dying Light Two. Um, so I know you played this one with Awoken here at the network. Um, man, I. And I haven't played it, the first one, but I did watch a whole stream of it. I, like, I watched a playthrough of it uh, from a streamer I watched. But uh, it looks great. <laughs> it looks great. You're talking about, are you talking about the old game or are you talking about the new game? Uh, both. Uh, so I was talking about the walkthrough to the first one. I, I haven't played it, but I watched it. Uh, I watched someone play it. Um, and it looked great. And then the, the whole aspect of the second one looks like you're infected. Uh, for, you're, you know, the protagonist yeah. is infected at part of it. It looks cool. I'm, I think it's I'm a, down. It's a really good game. Like, and for, like, if, I know for some people that horror games are not their thing. <laughs> well, but, I, but zombie games, I love zombie games, which is weird. <laughs> there is someone that we know that will refuse to play zombie games. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, for me, what really stood out to me about Dying Light, and even the Dead Island series in the same sense, it's that idea of you... And your closest friends against the apocalypse or against Basically, the world. Basically, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's badass, and you like you're especially dying light. You know, you're you're taking all these extra items that you're finding around and and crafting them into something that just helps you get through the evening or get through the day or whatever have you. It's a badass game. Like I I cannot wait to get back into dying light. Uh, it's been it's been way too long yeah, yeah, yeah. since we had a game like that. That just the whole movement of that game was just so different than everything. Uh, it kind of brought that. What's that game I, I like to? Uh, Mirror's Edge. It kind of brought like that Dead Island mixed oh, with mi mixed with uh yes yes. <laughs> <laughs> and mixed with Mirror Edge together. I love the movement uh, of the style of it. So I think that's it's so cool. Uh, definitely something I'm interested in for sure. What about you, Darren? 
I never, I never played Dying Light, uh, the original. Never really saw or got into somebody, anybody playing it. But yeah, from what, from what I saw from the trailer, it's just another one of those games that I, I I'm definitely going to. Uh, it it kind of just got that that extra wow, that extra um, excitement to actually give it a try and actually look into it. So I definitely will be uh, checking it out. For sure. Uh, moving on, let's go with uh, this one's. Uh, I, I don't want to say it's an indie publisher because it's not. It's but Ori. Uh, this this game has a little has a following to it that and it looks so beautiful. It looks so beautiful. The colors that they use and just the art that they use in this game looks absolutely amazing. Uh, so I believe you've played these games, correct? Well, I'm definitely part of that following. I'm 100. percent But yeah. I was get. I I was even at one point at the end of the last game, like online on Amazon, being like. Can I get a plushie of Ori <laughs> somewhere in the house? <laughs> I love Ori. Ori is like, like definitely one of the like unsung heroes of Xbox. Um, I'm not sure if it's on the other platforms, but if it is, definitely pick it up. But uh, at least for Xbox, a lot of people overlook it. I think it's just because it's not a triple A title uh, that it's just yeah. kind of coming across as an arcade game. Yeah, maybe I'll play it. Maybe when they give it to me for free. Uh, you know, games of gold, some of that. That's when you'll play it. But you know, you should definitely pick it up. Yeah, I agree. Anybody that liked um, Metroid from way back in the day uh, will absolutely appreciate this game. There's mm -hmm. definitely some other games that I could mention. If anybody's, you know, looking for games that are kind of like Ori or kind of like Metroid, kind of like, I was thinking like the N plus. You know, that's what I'm talking about, like the N plus game. Yeah, N plus. Yeah. 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 But definitely, like, if you're looking for games like that, just contact me some way, shape, or form. And I will help you with get like five more games that are like that. But it's the whole idea of like as you're progressing through the game through a phenomenal story about. Um, I mean, the last. You know, what? I'm not even talking about the story. You guys need to get to <laughs> I'm not getting like it's a great game. It's a great story. It's very sad. It definitely tricks. It, it jerks at the uh, the heartstrings a little. It's really good. I feel uh, like kind of like I would say if I would if I was gonna put it into a universe, kind of Disney esque type feel of a story mm -hmm. um and then like i said it pulls you along and then as you are like exploring and getting further in the game and developing the story you're running into areas that you can't get to and you're like how am i supposed to get up to but as you continue playing the game you get different power-ups different upgrades that allow you to get to these areas and go back and re-explore the game start to finish maybe four or five times it's a fantastic game you have to get it uh they had i think the last one was called will of the wisp Mm -hmm. um, you need to get this game, and the new one, I'm definitely getting it. I think Ori for you was like Unravel for me, almost. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I uh, agree with the way you talk about I love yeah, just the art. Just, it's just a gorgeous game. It just drew me in without even playing it. Like, I just saw it. I was like, man, that, I don't know, just something about it. And I can't even put words to it. It just, I just, I just, it just dropped me in. Uh, anything from, uh, Thicker? Played Ori? Um, not really. I just, uh, I do remember, um, <laughs> I do remember uh, watching Sovereign stream the game a few times, I believe, and I just, I, I can't, unfortunately, like, those games that get you, like, about to die, like, all the time, like, on your heels, freaking out, like, I gotta get there, I gotta get there, I gotta get there, go, 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 uh, I can't really... I can't really get into, um, <laughs> but I definitely enjoyed watching it. <laughs> uh, all right, now let's get into I think where the four 
five biggest games I think they talked about. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with Gears 5, uh, which is one of those other, it was just a Xbox staple. Uh, from from the very beginning, uh, Gears was there from where the beginning starts. Uh, now they're on the fifth iteration of the game. Um, and I think we talked a little about it earlier. Um, I'm not big on the multiplayer of it because I don't care for the uh, just the camera outlook. But the stories <laughs> for the Gears campaign were just so good. <laughs> they're just the storytelling was just fantastic. Um, so I mean, I think I'm giving it basically probably on the campaign i, I want to see if they're co-op because they usually are uh which that's what i like uh so i, I think i'm going to get it just basically based on the campaign itself cool i don't i will probably get it off based off of other people's opinions because i do have uh, like three or four other gear gears of war games um never got into but uh we'll, we'll have to see yeah I'm not sure right now. I don't. I don't know. I can't. There's something that I just. I can't get over the rhino running. It just drives <laughs> me. Like, like, like I. Like I watch the stories. Like you're saying, I'm just like, uh, yeah, it's so amazing. And then as soon as I start like starting to the first level, I'm like, this is why I don't play this game. I can't stand the angle and I can't stand the running. It's just. Yeah. You know, it's vaulting. Just... I can't jump. I. What do you mean I can't jump? Like why can I not jump? Like it's like. I don't know, but yeah, we'll see. I I would say definitely if you can get over it, the the story alone is probably going to be good. Um, they usually don't disappoint with their storytelling. Uh, moving on though, let's go to Borderlands Three. Now it's not an exclusive release. We knew this was happening. This was already re- uh, a trailer out for it, uh, but they put another trailer out for Borderlands Three. I I know. I'm going to get it because I know everyone else in the network is getting it. <laughs> so I'll have people to play with. Um, but uh, is there anything new that you're excited for, Tom? Because I know you're a big Borderlands guy. No, no, it's all fantastic. <laughs> so easily, yeah. I love it. How about you, Baker? Same? Um, already bought. Already bought. <laughs> already pre-ordered. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah, definitely excited about it. Um... I, I I was really into Borderlands one, not so much two, but this whole hype about three and and needing, you know, there's so many games out there today that you could just you know 100% and defeat you know one two three days of gameplay and this. I this, don't know. You don't I, know. I think Border Borderlands always seemed like one of those games that you just had to grind your butt off, um and 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 have a while and we need more of those games these days and borderlands 3 definitely i mean a billion what was it a billion guns or whatever a billion different uh Loadout types of guns or whatever crazy. it was <laughs> i mean come on uh, you can't get a billion guns in three days i hope so well, uh it definitely sounds like there's a lot a lot a lot of gameplay in it and that definitely excites me if there's anything i know about borderlands and i don't uh <laughs> it's that pre-sequel <laughs> was the best borderlands um for sure, no doubt. So what was the best Borderlands? Pre-sequel. Pre-sequel. Is that, is that, is that right? You know you're dead to me. Prequel, right? son of a bitch. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, I knew I was going to get a lot of heat for that. Put, <laughs> if they put another Pickles in this game, I'm going to go buy it from EB Games' official copy, snap it, and then send it. 
to them so they could see I hate that character so much. And the thing is, like, like what a slap in the face that game was. Like, you know, no offense, no offense to 2K Australia. I know you guys try good, uh, but not hard enough. Um, so like, I, I just yeah, got a flashback just... from you reviewing yeah. the from the review because I think that's exactly what you said. <laughs> Still 100% of it, though. Screw you. You gave me a crap-ass game, and I still 100% of it. But, yeah, it's I, I always wanted a Borderlands 3. Yeah. And it was like, it was there was so much, like, like like rumors, like, is there a Borderlands 3? For years. Yes, maybe. Oh, For no, years. there's not. Yeah, maybe. And then all of a sudden, see, oh, yes. So happy. Yeah, it was all those rumors and, you know, people leaking stuff. Like, oh, I don't know if it's real. <laughs> I've already picked my character. Oh, I'm already, nice. Like, I'm ready to go. Uh, moving on from Borderlands 3, let's go into... We'll go into I th- uh, an Xbox staple. Uh, this is from the very beginning. Uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, I know that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about. Uh, the rest of you are that's not Halo. Very... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm excited where this story goes. Uh, we're back with Master Chief. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. I don't know where where this is going, what kind of story, but it's it's. I think it's based off the last one where we lost. What we lost? That hasn't happened before. So now we got to come back and kind of just get everything back. So I'm I'm excited to see on um, what where the story goes and if this turns into another like, because I know how one, two, and three kind of kind of kind of fell together, and then four was a little bit off. From the thing and then five was a little different as well because they put different aspects of the stories and stuff like that so i'm wondering if this is going to be part of another like halo series where they kind of go back to back to back or or if they just do two or they do three or four so uh story-wise so uh multiplayer i'm hoping they go back to their style of halo 3 i think uh they kind of got away from their halo what halo was um with five so I'm hoping multiplayer kind of goes, uh, kind of reverts, which is kind of weird to say because you don't expect things to go backwards. Uh, but they didn't need to move forward to what they had it right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I'm excited to see that, um, and we shall see. I, you know, down well, I'm getting it. Uh, there's no way I'm missing a Halo game. Like it's just, it's in my blood. I own uh, all of them. <laughs> hmm? I own all of them. I just haven't played them. <laughs> uh, I mean, the one, the one thing I can say though, as someone that to the core doesn't like Halo. Um, you have to give respect to whoever designed Master Chief. Hell that yeah. is badass character. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, like it was. It's definitely in the top five for the entire console, where, even when we include PlayStation, Nintendo. Master Chief is so iconic, and so yeah. I have to respect that badass character. But that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm a, I'm happy you even said anything positive. So, <laughs> Baker, Halo guy, no? Absolutely not. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I probably have played, probably have played. I, I tried Halo Three. I have I have like three of them. I think. I, I do collection. have the Master Chief collection as well. That's but awesome. I tried, uh, yeah. uh, that's, that's okay, well, there you go. See, I don't even know. <laughs> I tried. Uh, I tried Halo Three a few times. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Oh, I, I just understand. Couldn't. I, it, it's it's <laughs> but, weird. Uh, uh, it was weird going back because most people like that don't like Halo usually probably started on 
Call of Duty and then tried Halo. And it's just it's a it's a weird because the the don't, the don't butt, you put that voodoo because, on because well I'm just saying because the butt the butt mapping well I'm talking about the butt <laughs> mapping early on Halo was so different oh. from Call of Duty. Now now the butt mapping is the same, uh, essentially almost. Uh, between the two, so almost like it's a, it would be easier to transition now. But early on, they were so different; like everything was different uh, from the button mapping. So I think now it's an easier transition back and forth from people to do. do. Uh, but now, it, it, then it was not; it just wasn't wasn't the thing to do either. You either Halo or you played Call of Duty, <laughs> especially when uh, from a multiplayer aspect. Even Gears was in there too. Like the the all three of them were very different from each other. Button ma- button wise. Yeah, basically Coca Cola, Pepsi, and RC Cola. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With Coke being oh, Halo. Yeah. No. We all no. know. Coke is, is Call of Duty. We all know. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> but Halo is like the flashy try to. We'll be agree to disagree, but we all can all agree that Gears is RC Cola. I can agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but let's yeah, let's move something that we were just talking about. Oh, uh, it's not good. You don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving something that we were, we're kind of comparing already. Uh, the new Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Uh, great name. Uh, they did they, real, they really tried on that How one. How did they think of this? They How really they tried hard on that it? one. But <laughs> let, me, let me do say something. If they do bring the, like, that from the Call of Duty series, all of them... The Modern Warfare series was probably campaign wise and even multiplayer was my favorite. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like the story was so good. The campaigns were great. Uh so I'm hoping maybe they kind of revitalize. I-, I think they ran out of ideas, honestly. <laughs> but if you run out of ideas and you you know, you bring something back, do it right. Uh so I'm hoping they, they put all their effort into it and really make a good product. Um, I'm hoping they listen uh, when most developers just don't in general or just listen but don't do anything about it. Um, so we'll see. What are, what are your thoughts on it? Remember remember how Lord of the Rings is a great series and then they <laughs> came into those prequels? That's kind of how I feel. Like, for me, like you have like Modern Warfare is the pinnacle. And to be honest, I don't care what anybody says. And I know we might lose some subscribers to this. Black Ops is not the core of uh, Call of Duty. No. Black Ops no, definitely I... grew off of the success of Modern Warfare. Um, nothing to say against Treyarch, and nothing to you know. It, it, I'm not saying any developer is better than the other, but Modern Warfare was when the whole world woke up and was just like, okay, Call of Duty's a thing. No, this I needs agree. to be a yearly thing. Let's keep going with this. And so to have it be such a great series. Like you said, story and multiplayer complete, and to basically pry it back open because you ruined the series with Infinite Warfare. Yeah, it's is scary. So bad. It's, like it's scary. You ruin this. You take the mindset of Infinite Warfare and apply it to Modern Warfare. You are going to ru- you're ruining you're yourselves. going to ruin a perfect series. Mm-hmm. I'm so scared for this game. To be honest, oh, I agree. I'm, I, like, I'm I, super scared. Yeah, if it was like called like anything. Know, Anything that you know, wasn't related to the Modern Warfare series. Like, oh, you know what? Whatever. I'll it's another Call of Duty. Duty or maybe it won't, but now I'm scared that they're going to ruin something. And so, I don't know. We'll see. Fingers crossed, I guess. I, I, I agree. 
Yeah. I mean, it's another another Call of Duty. Obviously, we want we all we all want it. Uh, you know, every year we're always looking forward to seeing what they come out with and and hoping and praying that their next project is is the one. Um, I think we've been we're hoping and praying that for you know four or five years now. Obviously, Black Ops Four was okay. Um, got better than obviously the previous couple, so hopefully they're on the right track, um, and maybe maybe they're just going back to an older name, being like, hey, look, this is when like like uh, Sovereign was saying, you know, this is when everybody got into this. This one was when you know everyone was teaming up, and, yeah. and there was clans and you know clan wars going on. Oh, I would love to see clan wars come back. You know when we all you know wanted to. You know, when we all had to play, you know, Team Deathmatch, we all had to get, like, let's say 60 wins to capture Team Deathmatch against the other groups we were put up against, you know, and just have that, that team essence back where we all wanted to get on. Obviously, we all don't have the time, um, but definitely, you know, getting on to play, you know, an hour or two with, with the, main, the main guys would definitely be something um, enjoyable, so... I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll have to see. It's been a long time since I played a game, a multiplayer game that wasn't a VR style game. Uh, I miss the arena <laughs> style where it's you know it's a map and it's six v six and you just battle each other. Uh, Call of Duty will bring me back to that if they get rid of these whole power ups or you know character crap. Just where's the gun skill anymore? Uh, yeah. it doesn't seem like it's it's it doesn't exist. It's I know it's always gonna be there because that's it's a it's a shooter, but it 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 it's not going towards that uh, as a major like a priority anymore. It's very secondary compared to you know the power ups and the character selections and stuff like that. And this is why Black Ops sucked. <laughs> it was very Black not Call of Duty to me. Yeah, and accepted like, but they kept it like they kept it for the younger generation. So this is where we're. We're definitely the old people that oh, are, for there sure. are definitely. rocking in a chair saying, get off my lawn. I understand that, but like, like, ah, oh, just, they're doing this for the kids, so the kids like that. The kids yeah. want the power-ups. They want to feel equal to each other. You know, they don't want to have, they all want the participation ribbon. You know, like the fact that they all showed up, and then, you know, it's just, and then the stupid dances at the end. Oh, <laughs> <my> <laughs> Uh, no, I agree. So I think we're all kind of scared. Uh, we're hoping for the best. <laughs> uh, moving on to our last game. Uh, I'm excited for this one. No, 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 no. No, if you you're going to do the last game, if you're going to do the last game, please say something about 12 minutes. The what? Please say something about 12 minutes. 12 minutes? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. that weird ass one for the over the top yeah, one? Yeah, that was that freaking weird. That one was so weird. I'm uh, so twelve minutes. Yes, badass. Um, it was that one where it's over the top, and dude, the sequence was crazy. The video they showed was just—it. I was like, I couldn't. I was speechless. I didn't say anything that whole time. Yeah. Because I was Hot like, down yeah. interactive thriller. What the Because back to pan out in the game. Yeah, that whole time I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> I, I had no idea what was going on. Uh, it's definitely gonna be one of those. It's it's gonna be a weird game. Uh, I can't yeah. wait to see you play it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Last one. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just just one of those games that you you 
you're just again like you you it's not gonna make full sense until you get near to the end and it's just gonna be like oh okay that makes sense that made sense now i know why that happened in the beginning um and it's always gonna be i, I just feel like it's gonna be sus suspenseful um it's it, like you got yeah. you were talking about mythic it's just like you, we were just like what what's going on it looks like what a, a, a true thriller. This? And then, it, boom, 12 minutes. <laughs> it looks like a true thriller. Like, you don't know what's happening. Or you, you're in a loss. Just And I think the whole point uh, of the game is you're, you're lost. You have to figure it out. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting for sure. All right. All right, let me, let me, let me prep this one. Okay. okay. All right. In a galaxy far, <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Oh, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into this? No, no, we're good. <laughs> okay, okay. Cyberpunk. Sure. Ah, Cyberpunk, you're right. Yeah, that was a big one. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. Wow, I didn't even write that down. That's sad. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, the, the cinematic they showed was dope. Like, it was so sick. So, I, I it was one of those where, man, it looked really good. They're, they're dragging me in. I wonder if the gameplay is going to reflect uh, their cinematic, you know, their their cutscenes. Uh, Has anybody seen the show Love Sex Robots yet? I have not. I've you, asked you, you that. I know you're going to be so mad weeks, at me. Two months ago? Three was, months ago? No, it was two weeks. Two weeks ago. No, yeah, yeah. Let's play that. Yeah. Um, if anybody's watched that on Netflix, uh, there's definitely some episodes that really kind of like bring in this if you take love sex robots meets ready player one the movie mm. basically got this or you can even kind of like do blade runner mm -hmm. kind okay, of yeah. yeah like there's so many like movies like it's, it's gonna be a really badass game really yeah badass game. Uh, I, a, a complete dud oh yeah on. i i think it was really smart of them to bring in an actor especially someone that's very influential i would say uh, right now yeah like witch yeah yeah, just super influential uh, in Keanu Reeves. So it's, I think it, it was smart. I think, it was, I think it was a smart move. You're amazing. <laughs> no, uh, you're amazing. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> he was totally duper, super duper. Or maybe that's just Keanu Reeves, and he just has that laid backness. I don't know. He just yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I'm I'm excited for it. I think it's. A, like you said, it's it's either it could be a dud. Like there's a there's a good chance where, because all the hype that they're bringing towards it, I'm like, oh come on, don't don't fall. This one I'm like Crackdown Three, right? Everybody bought that. Hey, that was that was another one. Yeah, that you're right. Terry Crews mm -hmm. bought it with. I'm pretty sure we all bought it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping they picked up. Well, I'm hoping Keanu Reeves has a bigger impact than than Terry Crews did. Don't get me wrong, I love Terry Crews. I love Terry Crews. Uh, that, and it's just that game we'll just did to, not work. We'll Feels so bad for him that he got ruined, like, like not ruined, but he got associated with that game. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a gamer too, which is a cool, like, and that's the coolest thing about it is that he is a gamer. Uh, he does all of our commercials up here for Rogers, which is similar to your Verizon down there. Oh, really? That's hilarious. That's I didn't know that. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, in a world. No, that's not right. How's it go? How's no. the game go? No. A uh, long time. Ago. In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars, Fallen Order, guys. Ah, oh, man. I've been waiting for an open world kind of, not RPG style Star Wars since, like, 
shit. I don't know. Knights of the Old Republic. Was <laughs> Man, uh, I'm so... My, 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 no, my, my last one was Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed was... Oh, that, that was good. I, I think they could have done better on those. But, but yeah, I agree. Oh, man. I'm just so excited for this game. I did. I didn't get to see the EA part where they did like. Yeah, what, yeah I know. I could. What they did like three minutes? Like, what they do like three minutes? You were saying? All I saw was yeah. Unedited gameplay. All I saw was that. All I saw was that thirty seconds to a minute from the Xbox briefing, and it, even in that thirty seconds, I was like, oh, you're in the water, you're flying, you're climbing an ATAT. What? What is happening right now? This is so good. So basically, this is this is my take on it. You may disagree. Okay. To me, this is a natural successor of Unleashed. Uh, it has that kind of same feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're watching the gameplay, to me, it kind of reminds me of Tomb Raider meets Star Wars meets Dark Souls. Oh, okay. So but you think you think it, you think it has the brackets, oh did you Dark Souls tactics? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to ask you that. That's literally my next question. That's literally what yeah, my next so, question was going to be. Yeah, so basically what they do is they classify it as something called thoughtful combat. And that's that whole mindset of like, okay, so you have this character. He's doing these kind of moves in succession. How am I going to deal with this character? Kind of okay. like that Dark Souls part, yeah. right? Uh, not kind of – and that's why I put that Dark Souls part in there because in Force Unleashed, you're just a badass. You can just oh, yeah, you're just, just – yeah, everything. exactly, exactly. Right? Whereas you can in this game be OP, but you have to utilize the force, the different forces you have, mm-hmm. and your lightsaber, and like moving around the environment, and you know all of these things can that come into play. But you also have the ability to do skill points. You're going to be getting, you know, stronger in certain areas as you place your skill points throughout the game. Um, you're also introduced to BD1, which is the new uh, companion droid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stands for Buddy Droid One. Which allows you to hack things, scan your environment, which will also allow you to build things like lore. Um, and then BD1 will also give you health. Oh, that's cool. Stempack. But you have to be careful about how you use this uh, when you ask BD1 for the health pack because during that time, you are completely open to getting um, Ah, hit. okay. So it's, so it's still strategic. I like that. how you ask that. And that's all I got. The other thing I wrote down was November 15th. I, I like how it, it's bringing some, you know, strategic st- strategic uh, movements that you have to do. I like that. I think it's mm-hmm. good. Uh, that's something that uh, Assassin's Creed got better at, even at the later ones, too, where you had to be a little more strategic. They weren't as easy. Oh, I'm going to assassinate. Bah, 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 and I'm out. <laughs> and, I, and I honestly think that anybody can pick up this game, uh, Star Wars fan or not, just because of that Tomb Raider feel to it. Yeah, okay. It's that story. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it looks... No, you gotta go back and watch that fifteen minutes. It's phenomenal. Oh, I am. I am hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I think I've done a better job on the Wookiees, but <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Oh man, yeah, like I said, I'm super excited for this game. Um, I've been waiting for something like this for a while. Um, but I loved all the points you made. It made me even more excited for it. Yeah, because like you can you can look at like for example like there's this during the during the fifteen minutes, uh, your player comes up to this battle that's kind of between stormtroopers and like these giant bugs that are probably from the planet itself mm-hmm. and the people were talking about how like you could have just stood there and watched the whole battle pan out <laughs> really? you could jump in 
for so it really allows you to kind of play it how you want to play it um you know stealth or kind of in there ball yeah. to the wall so it's up to you so it's really cool and they and they and each like i said each character has that type of tactical way that it moves so you have to keep in mind what's there and how you're going to approach it that's interesting yeah damn that's, that's so cool <laughs> i'm so excited uh, but yeah, uh, that's our E3 coverage, guys. Uh, 2019. Uh, I want to say thank you to Sacred and Sovereign for joining me. Um, uh, my name's sure. Mythic. This is the We Evolve podcast. Until next time, guys, game with a buddy and game responsibly. See ya. <laughs> Damn, I got it wrong again, didn't I? <laughs> Son of a I bitch! No! I thought I did it right that, that time. That was like the most. That was like the most part I was looking forward to.